What's shaking, YouTube nights and longboxers? Welcome to Lords of the Longbox presents the cover price comic book shakers of the week, aka around the world known as the Ofer List. And uh, this week is pretty tough too. But there's some interesting books on there, but you know what? I have faith in my fellow longboxers and YouTube nights that you guys can knock these out. And because today is Friday or Thursday. That means tomorrow's Friday, so why don't we bust some, uh, you know what you guys need? You guys need some freestyle music for Freestyle Friday, so let's do go. it. Apparatus is here. When I rock a rhyme, often eyes are dropping a tear. It's so beautiful, it's America's landscapes. When this man makes lyrics like the syrups that you pour upon your pancakes. My mandate is to grip minds like a handshake. Spit Orlando Lakes and go skinny dip with the fan base. Over any damn breakbeat, I hastily make pastries tastier than anything that Wolfgang makes. So take notes out of suckers, I make coats, lump a sum like Bubba Gump fishing on lake boats. I take jokes and turn the comedy into drama. I'm bagging on your mama. I'm Jeffrey Dahmer behind ya. I'm a rhyme writer. Lock, stock, smoking the ganja. Rebuttals, befuddle, leaving a puddle of saliva, sillies. You couldn't handle Randall when I throw my grammar at you. It hit your head and you would think I threw a hammer at you. I point the camera at you like Herb Ritz. Develop it, then use the pictures to pick up bird shits. You're nervous is the impervious wordsmiths. Hanging out in Rafa's new crib come with the verses. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. You know, it's Thursday, so we got to do freestyle music as well as freestyle bars from our man, Jimmy Woo. Say what's good to the people, JB. Hey, everybody. It's Thursday, and welcome to the Shaker Show. This is a crazy list tonight. There's so much amazing information in tonight's list. I can't wait to share it with you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And if you're enjoying it, make sure you hit that thumbs up. Better words have never been uttered. Uh, Gabe, what's up? Say what's up to the people. Yo, what up, everybody? It's Thursday. It's that time for that uh, Shakers list. Uh, don't get hurt if you get yourself a goose egg, because this is going to be a tough one. There's yeah, some cool stuff on here. It's a hot list, just like it's hot in Southern California, man. It was like 90 degrees in some parts of Southern California today. Absolutely disgusting. While you guys are freezing, I'm like turning on my AC, but... Uh, I'm not complaining. I, I could be shoveling snow. Uh, yeah, the exactly. show is spot, brought to our friends by over at per, uh, CoverPrice.com with price guides, collections, and trends. Also, our friends over at Key Collectibles for all your CDC facilitating needs. They press and clean books and submit can submit to CDC. Just tell them uh, you heard it from the Lords, and they will hook you up. Uh, some people were asking if they clean. Yes, they do. They clean and press my books, uh, so I highly recommend them. Shows, of course, are sponsored by our friends over at KRSComics.com. Go to KRSComics.com. You still count code of L-O-T-O-B to get 10% off variants, including... Boom! This one, which I do believe Ooh. is a homage to X Men two sixty eight, or am I two eighty three? One of those, one of those numbers, right? Uh, uh, this, yeah, two sixty. Right. Yeah, yeah. So this is obviously the homage uh, with the Captain America, Black Widow, and Wolverine. Uh, this is Mike and Mayhew variant goes on sale Friday at noon Eastern, nine Pacific. So make sure you set your alarms. Um, this bad boy almost sold out immediately. Uh, this bad boy got a lot of traction too. Also, peep out our friends over at the Cover Price Top Ten. They have the a top ten list of new books. We never ever do this of uh, books that are being sold this week. So, if just a quick look to see uh, they if you sign up the KRS um, website or their Facebook or their mailing list, they send you out the top ten books that have been sold on their site. Now, this isn't everywhere, but it gives you a good indicator of what the market is doing. So, number one is Batman Superman World's Finest, uh, the art drum variant. Number two is Catwoman, 39, the second print. Soka, Soko Micah variant. Venom Lethal Protectors, the Bill Sinkevich variant. ASM 83, the Art Adams variant. Spider-Woman 21, the Nakayama Carnage Forever variant. The Moon Knight White Black, Black White Blood variant. It's probably my favorite of the week. Venom number seven, the Pete Woods Spider-Man variant. Also, one of my favorites, the Strange number one, Jack J. Scott Campbell variant. I can't wait for that one to come up. I've already pre-ordered my books. Uh, New Mutants number twenty-five, the Dan Panosian variant, which features not Queen Goblin, but the Goblin Queen. And uh, this was an interesting book that made the cover, the uh, top ten books most sold on Kara's uh, Comics is Simarin, the Sumerian Hour of the Dragon, which is a uh, obviously. Um, you know, from Conan, Conan mythos. Yeah, but that's interesting that book made the list. But uh, there you go, man. That's the top 10 selling books on KRS Comics. All right. Good night, everybody. Keep digging them long boxes. <laughs> this, of course, is the cover price shakers of the week. This list comes from our friends at Cover Price, focusing on new sales or the most interesting sales found on the exclusive daily shakers list. This list changes several times every day. So make sure you check out every day to review some of the hottest trending books on the market and so this is like big dollar books that uh you know that either are really interesting or really expensive and so we like to go on here aka the ofer list and uh who, who wants to start uh, giving people goose eggs gabe you want to give them the first goose egg 
Yeah, let's go ahead and throw this goose egg out to everybody. All right, so uh, shaker number one, we're looking at uh, Albedo number two from Thoughts and Images uh, back in 1983. Uh, this is the Bronze Age key uh, and first appearance of the awesome Usagi Yojimbo. And this, this is showing no signs of slowing down. It's just one of those books that diehard collectors need to have in their collection. Uh, this week, a CGC 6 Point five sold for a massive six thousand dollars. Damn, <laughs> that is crazy talent. That obliterates the last six point five sell that was a measly seven hundred and fifty dollars back in two thousand seventeen. Not only is this new high in that gray, but this six K hit higher than a nine point zero, which last sold uh, in twenty twenty for five hundred or five thousand five hundred dollars. Usually, we're impressed when graded copies outsell a grade above. But it's outselling five grades above, which is crazy and impressive. All this is, I'm assuming, because of the Albedo, um, the Yosagi Yojimbo um, animated series I, that's supposed to be coming eventually. Um, I do believe they they showed like a quick teaser trailer for it or something along those lines, and I think it's coming to Netflix. So, I mean, Yosagi Yojimbo has always kind of had a cult following all the way way back in the day in 19. You know, I would like. You think indie comics are, are like a big thing now, but in the 80s, they really started making headway. Like you think of Teenage Ninja Turtles, The Tick, Albedo, uh, you know, all these kind of independent, uh, you know, and then, you know, the big two and then and the image gobbled up a lot of them. The Valiant came along, but, you know, there was still 80. The 80s was a lot. It was music and comics follow each other, right? The 80s was the rise of like hip hop and alternative music when you think about, you know, The Cure, Depeche Mode and all that stuff. So all this alternative stuff. So uh, beta number two from Thoughts and Images, January 1st, 1983. So for $6,000 on February 7th. Wow. All right. Speaking of weird books, what do we got next, JB? Oh, man, this is really out there. Next up, we've got Critter. Issue number two, the New York Comic Con Spider-Man issue number one homage, limited to only 100 copies, originally published in 2011 from Big Dog Inc. Now, founded in 2009, Big Dog Inc. produced some notable and low-print books, many featuring some of the earliest works of today's hottest artists, like Natalie Sanders on Ursa Minor, Shannon Mayer on Charizard and Ursa Minor, and some tough-to-find J. Scott Campbell covers. Now, Critter, one of their flagship titles, has also featured some great covers. Uh, TiVo, we're hearing music. You're playing music in the background? All right. <laughs> Critter, one of their flagship titles, has also featured some great covers. But it was this sale this week that was fun to see. While its sale of $260 for a 9.8 marks a new high for the title, it's actually a pretty great deal. Due to its obscurity, it easily flies under the radar. But what many don't realize is that it's one of the rarest Spider-Man issue one homage covers out there. Limited to only 100 copies, this 3D homage by artist Rob Dunis was created for the 2011 New York Comic Con. Now there's a huge number of Spider-Man homage collectors out there who may not even know this one exists but they do now with only four copies on the cgc census two of which are at 9.8 this book's all new high sale of 260 dollars was a great deal note 
that there is also a non-3D cover that is limited to only 250 copies, which is also very hard to find. Man. This is dangerously, dangerously going into um, kind of creepy furry ter- territory. I don't know what the hell that is. It's a critter. Um, you, know, you nailed I'm, it exactly. I'm, That's what that book is. It's creepy yeah. furry stuff. It's creepy yeah. furries? Is that it's what like, that is? You know, it's like Xenoscope before it's Xenoscope. Oh, uh, yeah. Xenoscope is known for their really sexy. You don't like the background music? Uh, the, no, I that, do. I was just surprised yeah. by it. That was awesome. Oh, yeah. It's part no, of StreamYard cool. now. It's I mean, it's it's either acoustic, uh, dance pop, or into space. <laughs> or I figure rock is the best. I mean, they don't have a cool hip-hop beat yet. So I was like, you know, it's just... Or you can do uh, into space, and then it'll just lull people to sleep. But I figure, uh, you know, we'll play some like, you know, you know, it's kind of like ESPN doing highlights, and they have like the yeah, like generic definitely. rock music playing in the background. <laughs> All right, so uh, number two on the list is the NYCC Spider-Man number one 3D homage of Critter number two. God, there's got to be this is one of the most homaged covers ever, right? I meant, uh, I meant he's Hell, doing McFar- another one. Yeah, McFarlane. McFarlane's uh, the next, uh, I think it's Spawn 323. It's another Spider-Man 1 homage, but with Haunt. Yeah, what was, there was one that just came out last week or the week before that was an all-black one. I'm trying to remember, and it was, it was also an homage. More more so an homage of 301, because you know, you know how 301 has a circle in the middle? Um, mm-hmm. uh, and there was a black one, and Venom always did it, but there was one I'm trying to remember in the live chat that just came out like last week. Um, there you go. Maybe it was Spawn 2327, but... Uh, You'd be amazed at what Spawn Books does. Wait till later on in this list. So, Critter Number Two comes in at this, and, uh, not really in order, but we're just going. This is uh, by by alphabetical. So, you know, the prices. There's no real. They're not, they're not going by prices. So, what do we got up next? All right, number three on here, going along with the rock music, is this awesome Deadpool Number Eleven Hastings exclusive eight bit variant uh, back in 2013. For some reason, several copies of this Deadpool 8-bit Mario Brothers Hastings variant were purchased this week. A raw copy hit a high of $150 with a 9.8 selling for an all-time high of $500 for a 9.6. Granted, another 9.6 sold a few days later for $225. What's the deal? Or did the 500 buyers simply jump in too fast? Regardless, almost all copies but one high-priced Stanley signed copy and a bulk sell were purchased, leaving the market high and dry for copies. With such a boom in the video game collector market for games and games-based comics, this has been headed upward for a while. There are a bunch of these 8-bit covers out there. Deadpool has a Taco Time 8-bit variant for issue 27 as well. Valiant did a bunch in 2013 across their titles, and that super rare pricey DuckTales number one homage that we had on here earlier, uh, which was the first to start the trend. However, nothing is more classic or hotter than good old Mario Brothers when it comes down to it. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I remember in 2013, I was in the thick of collecting, and uh, Hastings variants and GameStop variants were all the rage. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember um, the GameStop variants that you were coming out? Because they were just an oddity that GameStop would carry comic book variants but this is way before people were digging in walmart for these collector packs that you know i don't even know if hastings is around is anybody are, there, are no, they even they still went, around they went deep under not not long after this like probably a couple of years they went under yeah. the old like diamond a ton of money yeah because i know um gamestop doesn't do them anymore although people you know been specking the shit out in gamestop stock why not GameStop stock? Why good time for them to do a variant cover now, right? You know, because it uh, really uh, boosts their sales. If you're not 
familiar with the with the market manipulation on GameStop and AMC stock is it's very interesting how uh, there's a there's an actual documentary that just came out about the guys who started that trend with GameStop. Um, I want to see it. They they showed it at that they showed it at AMC theaters for like one day, so I'm pretty sure it'll show up on demand or Netflix somewhere. How a small group of investors really pumped up the price of GameStop of uh, uh, GameStop stock. And then it proliferated to other places. Do you remember, like you know, uh, AMC stock? They was uh, they felt it was undervalued. So basically, they were making hedge funds lose money in the same time making money. So uh, power, power to the people, I say. So people. Deadpool number eleven, the Hastings exclusive eight bit variant from two thousand thirteen, one hundred fifty dollars for a raw dog. All right, uh, next up is more of a classic comic that you know, uh, yeah, maybe some of you have. Yeah, maybe some of the people have have this one out there. Next up, we've got Fantastic Four issue number 13, originally published in 1963 from Marvel Comics. And this book just sold for eight grand in a CGC graded 8.5. Now, that's more than double the book's previous high sale in an 8.5 from December of 2019. Now, this issue is the first appearance of The Watcher, who you will recognize from the Disney Plus's What If. The Watcher is next scene coming to observe the destruction of earth as galactus approaches to devour us and the entire planet in fantastic 448 by the way now these early fantastic four issues depicted serious and real world concepts but wrapped them up in superhero melodrama with intoxicating escapism these issues were what made college kids begin to obsess over comics they led to marvel subtitling their books pop art productions like the work of Andy Warhol and Lichtenstein, comics had become daringly topical pop art, and people loved it. The Fantastic Four is when comics began to grow up. So yeah, the Watcher first appears here, so does the Red Ghost, and his very charming super apes, Miklo, Igor, and Peter. Any issue from this era is more than worth a new record high sales price, and we'll see more and more of that as Marvel and Disney's Fantastic Four films approaches. This issue also just happens to be super cool. <laughs> nice. That's what I'm talking about. I'm I'm glad to see more Silver Age Fantastic Four getting a boost. It's yeah. It's a it's a gold mine out there, everybody. People are really sleeping on these Silver Age Fantastic Four books. Yeah, I, I thought this book was undervalued for a long, long for I mean, I, I bought it a long time ago um, uh, and, you know, um, from our friends at Anastasia Collectibles are I didn't buy it from them, but I bought it. And then Anastasia Collectibles did a signing for me. Um, and we all know that went. So I ended up selling it just because I didn't want the stench of Anastasia Collectibles anymore oh. on my books. And so, uh, yeah, I had a, uh, what's funny is the guy who sold it to me at a, at a, uh, at a yard, it was like an outdoor, you know, Tustin used to have like this one monthly kind of parking lot swap meet and he had like a box of comics and he wasn't, he didn't even wear, wasn't aware that this was, uh, the first appearance of the watcher. So I snatched it up. I had, I think I had like a a 5.0 or something like that and then uh end up getting a red label from cbcs for a signature verification so meh but it's uh i think the book is only going to go up higher man i think the you know the watcher was awesome in the what if series and you know it's bound to be you know he's going to be coming into the mcu uh i hope it's voiced by the same actor too because I, I think he really added a gravitas to the character uh when he did it all right so we go from fantastic Four number 13 to a big offer 
All right, so uh, we got raw number two here uh, from Raw Books 1980. Mouse was recently in the press thanks to its ban from Tennessee School Board. However, this attention lifted the first printing of Mouse to all new highs, even landing on our top 10. With such a topical book, what better time to highlight its true first appearance, which began in this magazine. Raw edited and published by Art Spiegelman and Francois Moy, was a more highbrow independent comic anthology that provided an alternative to underground comics from weird creators like Robert Crumb. This specific issue, which is issue number two, is most notable for containing the first chapter of The Profound Mouse, written by Art Spiegelman. Spiegelman interviewed his father and translated his tale of survivor and horror as a Polish Jew Holocaust survivor in a critically acclaimed comic that later uh, collected into a graphic novel. It was first, excuse me, it was the first graphic novel to ever win a Pulitzer Prize. With such importance and relevance, Raw Number 2 may just be one of the most important first to own. This week's Raw sale of $570 marks a new high for the issue and still seems very undervalued. Yeah, I've never heard of this, but uh, yeah, that's all. You know, want to cancel something? People are going to go out and buy it. I mean, you know, I mean, Mouse is, uh, um, you know, obviously, you know, there's some reason, the reasons that they said they wanted to pull it because of uh, nudity, but it wasn't even nudity in a sexual manner. So, um, you know, what's what's cool is bookstores uh, in or libraries in the Tennessee area were going on social media saying, Hey kids, if you guys can't get it, we'll give it to you for free. So uh, yeah, if somebody wants to give, if you're a bookstore to have raw number two and you want to give it to me for free, I'll be more than happy to take it. <laughs> yeah, I think, <laughs> so, I'll, take, I'll take that junkie old magazine off of your hands. Yeah. You know, you guys don't need that, but uh, we're halfway through the show boys and girls. So uh, let's hear from our sponsor. My slabs. Are you tired of paying 10, 15% join the 1% revolutionist. Tired of paying 10%, 15% or more to sell your cards, comics, and digital collectibles? How does 1% sound? Too good to be true? Well, not anymore. MySlabs.com is the web's premier user-driven marketplace for buying and selling slabbed cards, sealed wax, and now slab comics and digital collectibles. So the next time you're forced to pay 10% or more to sell something from your collection, head over to MySlabs.com and join the 1% revolution. Yep, I'm going to be, as soon as my next uh, CGC submission comes back, I'm going to be putting my stuff up on there. Ooh, see, I changed up the music now. We're going a little pop music since we're halfway there. Ooh, so huh? we go from Raw number 2 from 1980 to uh, what do we got next? Man, this one's really cool. <laughs> you Robo- Okay, first let me preface this by saying... Uh, don't judge a cover by the book. It's exactly just, uh, just. I'll let you read it now. Yeah, this one is really cool when you figure out why you're buying this book. Robotech 2, The Sentinels Book 2, issue number 13, originally published in 1992 from Malibu Comics. Just when you buy a first appearance, all of a sudden someone finds your favorite character in a preview image within another book. Now, once you chase that down, an even earlier appearance pops up, once again forcing the collector to chase that down as well. This is pretty common these days. It's also one of the more contentious and debated issues amongst collectors. This was especially the case around Marvel Previews 95 and that first, air quotes there, appearance of Miles Morales. Spawn is one of these characters where the first appearance debate 
was constantly challenged. First, it was Malibu Sun, issue 13, in May of 1992, with a full cover, full back cover, and internal feature. And it still holds the honor of first cover appearance. Then it was Rust, number one, beating it by one month in April of 1992 with an internal Todd McFarlane pinup of Spawn. Then some magazines and catalogs jumped into the foray and even a little ash can of Spawn the Crusade fighting for the true first position. Spawn the Crusade is very complicated with a January 1992 published date, but it wasn't released until September of 92. Now, adding to the foray is this issue, Robotech 13, which officially is tied with the obscure Torg number two for the first published image of Spawn. Both comics published in March of 1992 included the Spawn advertisement. This headache-inducing chase might be tough to follow, but it sure does bring out fans willing to spend their hard-earned cash on these books. This issue of Robotech sold for a new high sale of $400 for a CGC 9.4 just for the one Spawn preview, and it will most likely only increase with exposure like this. Just a splash page advert, and uh, boom. Uh, I never knew this book had that, but, you know, what's interesting is I do know, like, if there's a true first appearance of Superman was actually not in Detective Comics. There was, a there, if you want to look, there was an advertisement, and I forgot which title it was. It may have been multiple titles, and it had a little advert that showed Action Comics number one. If I mean, it's a lot cheaper than Action Comics number one, relatively speaking, but go look it up. Um, and I think they did the same thing with uh, with uh, with Tech 27 as well for the first appearance of Batman, where it showed up like a month before as an advertisement. But Action Comics, there was it wasn't even an Action Comics title that had it. It was a, some other comic that DC had that said, "Hey, coming next month, look for Action Comics number one with a brand new character." So uh, it's just uh, Spawn is just I, it's it just well, like, it just continues to baffle the market. I, I mean, it's just people are diehards. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of crazy. Michael Baker says Spawn fans are on another level, and they're going to chase this down now that they know that this is out there. Watch, follow this book in the next. 60 days and see what happens to it yeah all right so robotech number the robotech 2 the sentinels book 2 issue number 13 the first splash page advertisement of spawn it even says coming in may 1992 from image comics and malibu comics which is pretty interesting when you think about malibu comics right because uh, not you know we all think of uh spawn as syn syn synonymous with image comics all right so let's jump from um an offer to quite possibly a one for i think this, i think there's a chance for a lot of people to get on the board yeah what do we got up next all right, good luck, everybody, because coming up, we got Star Wars, Thrawn number one, uh, the Marcus Martina uh, one in 50 variant, or Francisco Martina, excuse me, uh, 2018. With such high attention to Star Wars comics right now, fans don't want to be caught surprised again by a popular character's sudden live-action appearance. Book Above Effect proved that the Star Wars production crew is very good at keeping quiet, unlike Marvel's tendencies for leaks. While this does have a first appearance of Eli Vantone, the draw is this Matina 1 in 50 variant for Thrawn's first ongoing series. This cover is now a modern-day grail, and it's very tough to find. Hence, its new all-time high sale this week, 
$3,200 for a CGC 9.8. I think that's jumped the ship. I think that's jumped the shark on Heir to the Empire number one, which is the first appearance of Thrawn. I mean, uh, you know, obviously this is the first cover appearance. It's also uh, one in 50. <clears throat> and where the hell has Francisco Matina been? Uh, geez, I, I, I don't remember when we've, we really, I mean, him and Del Otto kind of fall into the wayside. You know, there's, you know, Art Germ and all these other, you know, varying artists out there. The Mayhew, the Tyler Kirkham's uh, Matina. Where's, I'm trying to remember when's the last time we actually, somebody said, I need to get that Matina variant that just came out. Has I mean, you know, somebody in the live chat tell me what's the last hot Matina variant that came out. I'm trying to think. And I, I just, I'm trying to. Wasn't think. he recently, like, people came out saying that he was tracing and copying everybody else's work? Was that Matina? It was Greg Land. I know Greg oh, Land. Had, yeah, yeah. Greg Land copies himself. Yeah, yeah. That's but. obvious. That Greg Land does. But yeah, there was either Delato or Matina. One of them got into trouble. But it's kind of like, come on, everybody uses some type of you know reference, reference. for something, right? Uh, most recently, it was a it was a DC book where they said it was a Marvel artist came out and said it. So, you know, it's, it's all relative, you know, you know, nobody can just draw out of just nothing. You know what I'm saying? If there's not a, if like Thrawn, you know, you can draw cause the character already existed, but you know, if somebody, you know, you got to draw, you know, you know, either be it, you know, you know, you know, somebody famous or something along those lines or relative or something. If you look at house of secrets 92, remember that's, uh, that's the cover of Louise Simonson is on the cover. She was who they used for House Secrets 92, if you think about that cover. So that's pretty interesting. So Star Wars, Thrawn, number one, the Francesco Matina 1 and 50 variant. As soon as they, as Ahsoka Tano said Thrawn and the and Mandalorian, that, that book just went nuts. Um, I have also heard uh, that he's also also been cast for the next season of uh, Sokotano or something, uh, something Mickelson, not Mads Mickelson, one of the guys, somebody, our friends over at smallscreening.co had dropped an article saying that he was cast for uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn. So uh, we shall see. But Star Wars continues surprises, man. Who would have thunk when it came into Disney Plus that it would affect the, um, the, the, the aftermarket so well? I mean, because, you know, remember when Clone Wars came out, it didn't really push the needle at all. And that was what two, late 2010 or late 2000s, one mid 2000s when Clone Wars first came out. But now 2022, forget about it. If it's uh if it's, that's why that um, the Mando Grogu cover that just came out last this week sold out at my LCS within an hour. It sold out. So, uh, you know, anytime you see first appearances coming out from uh, Star Wars into the comics, anytime a character that's not originally from a comics makes a debut in the comics, just look out for it because that's the way the market is trending right now. You know, so that Matina or the uh, Grogu uh, Mandalorian cover with the gold one. And then I think, Gabe, you said there's going to be a second print silver one already, right? Yeah, so seven, uh, second print silver. They call it the best scar cover. Is up for pre order. I've seen it like on eBay and stuff. Oh like that. shit, that's all you so. had to say. Best scar cover. Hey, if you call it a best scar cover, you know I got to have it then. That's you know, right. Then there's a deflect. lot, dude. There's a lot of gold in these uh, Star Wars comics too. There's a oh, lot yeah. of hidden first appearances. I am I am completely ignorant on Star Wars books. So there's always something popping up where it's like yeah. this character, Just... that character. It's it's nuts. Follow my man Nemesis Prime, man. He has been specking Star Wars books like crazy, so he hit the jackpot when uh, uh, Cat Cad Bane showed up. So, don't know if uh, spoilers alert for a quick. book. Yeah, I hope Fett, he was quick. We'll keep an I, eye on, on the trend of that book. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's gone. 
um, spoiler alerts for Book of Boba Fett if you haven't seen it. But because uh, let's just say there's a little blinky red light on him that's still blinking oh, after man. Boba Fett is done. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying I think he's big, too big of a splash to just end it right there and then. So I think Cad Bane is going to be back. Star Wars Thrawn number one, the Francesco Mattina one in 50 variant from 2018. Man, this book is this is. In a 9.8, this is now outselling Heir to the Empire number one, except for the newsstand. The Heir to the Empire newsstand uh, is still a pricey book, but the direct it, stand. It, it's in a 9.8, miles. it's matching Ultimate Fallout 4, man. Yeah. Come on. I, I know. That's crazy. But, you know, That's but this insane. is 1 to 50, to be fair, you know. you know, So, you know, it is lower, uh, you know, harder ratio to get. All right. So let's stay uh, with modern books, man. And uh, I can finally add one to the list. What do we got? Well, we got another 1 in 50. How about Thor issue one, the Esad Ribic one in 50, originally published in 2014. Now we're getting close to a Thor love and thunder trailer. And as we've seen lately, today's buying market is highly reactive to seeing is believing with a character showing up in a trailer in all their glory. Now, Jane Foster's Thor is one of these upcoming characters that's been slow building for years. While the collecting market only focuses on her key issues and some of the more low-hanging fruit. While many of the variant covers for her first series are very affordable, this variant sure jumped this week with a $300 raw sale, which is quickly catching up to its all-time high sale of $511 for a 9.8 back in October of 2021. You got it? You're, you're, you're muted, Tivo. You no, Isad uh, Ribic absolutely Ribic. kills it with art. It's kind of painted almost watercolors. Uh, but, uh, I have this entire Thor run, so I, I, and I'm trying to remember in 2014 if I was pulling off variants like I am now. Like before, I was just like, "Oh, give me every issue that come." You know, just I'm pulling Thors, and if there was a one in fifty left, then I would buy it. So I could have swore I have this variant, but I got to look it up. But I have the entire Thor run because. Um, uh, from from Thor God of Thunder, this Thor run, I mean the Jason Aaron run, it was some epic epic storytelling. One of my favorite runs, even uh, the Jane Foster storyline where she ends up, uh, well, dying. Uh, spoiler alert in the comics, but she even died in an epic way where she threw Molyneux into the sun, which is pretty epic, man. Uh, so Thor number one, the Isad Ribic one in fifty, two thousand and fourteen for three hundred dollars for a raw dog. All right, next up is uh, look twice. Before you say you don't have it, you may have it, but either 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 of them are probably going to be hard to find. All right, so let's see here. Vaporella number one, gold foil commemorative variant. This is limited to five hundred copies. Uh, Harris Comics back in twenty or two thousand and one. This commemorative book by Harris Comics from two thousand and one sold this week for two thousand three hundred dollars raw. Uh, who is Harris Comics, you ask? Well, let me tell you. Harris Productions Comics was the company that acquired the rights to Vampirella following the bankruptcy of Warren Publishing. Warren Publishing produced horror mags creepy, like creepy and eerie, and in 1969 introduced Vampirella in her magazine. Vampirella was created by legendary Forrest J. Ackerman, famous uh, Monsters of Filmland, and Trina Robbins to be painted by the legendary Frank Frazetta. Uh, Vampirella was, of course, a space vampire from Draculon, a planet where water was blood. Unfortunately, the planet was crippled by a drought that eliminated the world's life-giving blood supply 
and Vampirella came to Earth for her survival and for blood. Pretty cool, huh? Initially starring as a horror host of anthology books, uh, I think Tales from the Crypt or Vault of Horror, but with stories introduced by a space vampire who was libaceous. Vampirella would star in one in one story herself each issue. A cult favorite, the bad girl with a good, albeit black heart, experienced a turbulent publication history with various creators and publishers revising and reinterpreting Vampirella's character. But in 2001, Harris Comics released this issue, a gold foil commemorative edition of Vampy's first appearance with a shockingly limited print run of only 500 copies. This was no mere reprint. This was the first time Vampirella's introductory appearance was reproduced in its entirety, uh, replicating to the exact specifications as the original, from the original film used to print the original 1969 magazine. Each of the 500 copies included a certificate of authenticity. All of the affirmation explains the scarcity, desirability, and recent sell price of this book. And all this just because a girl needs a little blood and a little fun. That's crazy. That hair. So Harris was already defunct long before 2001. I can't. What were they? I'm trying to remember a Harris comics in 2001. But um, I mean, to come out and just say, and this is a true reprint reproduction of, I mean, magazine size, but it was gold foil commemorative. And 2001 was right around i would say before the death of comics uh you know because in 2001 it was marvel was really booming with um the when they started rebooting the titles with the unlimited or like um the ultimates uh there was ultimate x-men ultimate spider-man remember that and it kind of gave a little jolt and then uh, right in mid-2000s when the comic industry really kind of took another dive again you know prior prior to the boom of the 90s but vampirella like we always talk about people love Artists love drawing Vampirella. Nobody did it better than Frank Frazetta and his fantasy art. Um, I want, I want this now, but I don't know if I can afford twenty three hundred dollars for a raw of a gold. But gold, you had me at gold foil commemorative oh, yeah. variant. You know what I'm saying? I mean, from uh, from Harris, no doubt. So Vampirella number one, the gold foil commemorative variant, only five hundred copies so, uh, printed on. Uh, Twenty three hundred for a raw dog. I wonder what they would get that if they would slab it. So, if you think that's rare, next up on the list is a book that most of you may have, but look quite look closely. All right, before we get to this last one, you know, shout out to the chat. One hundred twenty four people in the chat. If you're having a good time tonight and you're enjoying the content, please take a moment and hit that thumbs up. All right, the final book on our list tonight, we've got Wizard issue number one. The Newsstand, that's right. Originally published in 1991 from Wizard Entertainment. We love Wizard Magazine and recognize the trail they blaze for even us to exist today. We grew up with this magazine. Between this and Nintendo Power, there was nothing we loved getting in the mail more. Now, while Wizard no longer exists in print, nor do they track comic sales, this first issue has lived up to the cover's promise of becoming a collector's item. While the San Diego Comic-Con edition has a 9.8 FMV of $900, this rare newsstand edition shoved that price aside with a new high sale of $1,100 for a CGC 9.4. It wasn't even widely known that this even had a newsstand edition, but here it is, and it's now no longer available for $40 
like it was selling for in April of 2021. This is one of those deep nostalgia books that's only going to go up. The standard cover is doing pretty amazing on its own as well, selling for a steady FMV of $120 raw. 0 for 10 tonight, folks. Both Gabe and I can show our copies, but bar, but ours aren't newsstand. <laughs> as soon as I saw this on the list, I was like, let me pull out. I have a I have an 8.5 um, slabbed, um, but you know, to me, I almost want to crack it because this one of the most exciting things to me as a collector in the 90s was going into my comic shop, but getting my books and then reading Wizard magazine, seeing what were the top ten before all before us, before any YouTube channel, before any website was doing top ten lists. Wizard was doing a top ten list, and that was you know what and a really you know it was a, it was like just something you had to get you know was you know as long with along with your pool you had to get your Wizard magazine. Or your comic book resource uh, thing, or that little free uh, what was that new free newsletter that the comic book resources that they used to hand out? I matter of fact, I have one. Oh, the uh, the 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 newspaper, the comic yeah. shop news. Yeah, yeah. I you know they still make those. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. I, my my shop doesn't order them all the time, so one day they had them, so I just grabbed them, and they're free. Comic shop news, man, has been around forever, and it was like a freebie, and you just grab that along with your wizard number one. So wizard number one. The newsstand variant. So uh, don't go away yet, boys and girls. We're going to see what's shaking today to really get your offer going. So uh, let me pull up and see what's going on here. I, I love the wizard. I agree with everybody in the chat talking about wizard. This, like you were saying, wizard molded the comic book industry at that time. That top 10 list was people fought and were mad. And it was an industry wide kind of experience. They would check that list every week or every month like we did. It was so important to to the industry at the time. Yeah, it almost reminds me of like what G4 TV used to be when they used to cover uh, comic book news and stuff like that. Now they're mm-hmm. just they just do strictly games. But G4 TV uh, back in the day, um, do you remember Blair Butler? Um, yes. On on G4 on G4 mm-hmm. TV, she used to do a segment that talked about comic books, and it was fantastic. This was in the mid-2000s on whatever channel G4 TV was on. Maybe it was his own channel or something like that. It was his own channel, I thought, yeah. Yeah, they had Attack of the Show. Obviously, Olivia Munn and a lot of famous other people came from it. But, you know, the relaunch of G4 TV, I was incredibly disappointed because there was no um, no comic book coverage at all whatsoever. And I was kind of bummed out by it. But anyway, um, so... uh, Rest in peace, uh, G4 TV. So uh, you never be back to what you used to be. All right. So let's see what's shaking today, boys and girls. This is the uh, this is the top ten that we covered on Tuesday. You can see all that. These are the movers, the biggest m- units sold. You kind of see there's market. Of course, Spawn always shows up on there. But oh. we're here to see what's shaking, boys and girls. And already looks like some weird books on here. I got two of them. I have this one. I have this in a raw somewhere. I got to find it. The, the Marvel, holy cow, 9 the 8 now are selling Marvel Spotlight 28 are selling for $3,700 now. Good I have boy. a nice copy sitting at CGC right now waiting to get great. Oh, I got man. a copy I, for sale. <laughs> I have two copies and I need to find them as soon as I organize my long boxes, man. Because this is one of those books that you'd always find for cheap and you just like, you know, everybody was getting Werewolf by Night 32. You know, this is his first uh, solo on going on Marvel Spotlight. Um, I have a really bad copy of Werewolf by Night 32, but this one just, this looks like, a, this just looks like a cooler cover too than, you know, of then if you're going to get the second appearance. But anyway, uh, Mephisto rules his ugly head He's yet again. Still selling. 
Silver Surfer. I have a 7.5 and a 7.5 just recently sold for Four? 23 grand. Ooh. Hot damn. All no, right. I, got I think I got a 7.5 too. I'm going to go check real fast. <laughs> yeah, I got. A, I think I have a 7.5 of this or an 8.0. Ooh, good lordy. So this book is, you know, it's always been kind of pricey, but not 3000 for a 7.5. Ooh, hot doggy. All yep, right. Mine's a 7.5 too, so I'm good. Nice. Uh, here, this book, you know, it's amazing. I have this in a 7.0 and uh, a 3.5 just over three grand. Good wow. Lord. Holy cow. Hey, we were just talking about this. Remember there how we were talking about, you know, artists are always copying something? Well, guess who that cover, that picture of this gal is? That is Louise Simonson um, that they drew on there, I do believe. Uh, a famous cover by Bernie Wrightson. Um, there is an homage for this from Dreamwalker, uh, Second Skin Comics. Over, go to secondskincomics.com that uh, Natalie Sanders did an homage to Dreamwalker number one that you can get that uh, the main character here. And then there's an evil dude behind her that could or could not be a character named TiVo. I cannot say or I cannot confirm nor deny that. Um, this is, book was bound to pop. Uh, if you haven't heard, there's been more casting news for Craven, uh, Russell Crowe has been cast for Craven. Now there's rumors saying that there's going to be, he's going to be the OG Craven because in the comics there, I believe he has children. He has a, a son and a daughter, something along those lines. There are maybe in an alternate universe, but there is a, a younger Craven and an older Craven. Maybe, maybe Russell Crowe is playing uh, the older Craven. Was is it Russell Crowe? I'm trying to think. Oh, uh, let me look. Google yeah, it was Russell Crowe. Yeah, so that means he's in. Yeah, isn't he, he in two things? Isn't he? Yeah, he's play like, he's plays Zeus in Zeus? Uh, Thor: Love and Thunder as well. I think he's gonna he's playing a, gonna play a, a sixty second scene where he gets killed probably. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's pretty cool, man. So yeah, so that's two in the MCU. So he's got to be you know covered up so you can't see who he is. I meant, uh, am I right? Russell Crowe is gonna be in. Uh, I'm gonna think about it. He's looking see. it up again. He's gonna double check it, man. Yeah, I could have swore he was just cast in. Uh, I didn't know there was a, uh, a Zeus casting. That's interesting. Yeah, he, he's he's gonna be Lord in Thor: Love and Thunder, uh, and, and they already said he's gonna be Zeus. Um, so I could have swore he was gonna be in Craven. Let me see if I and read that shout one. out to the chat who's hanging with us. What we're doing right now is we're going and I check this every single day. Seriously, you go in here every day and you check out. The shakers list because it changes every single day yeah it's yeah. amazing yeah so it looks like yeah russell crowe has been signed on for the new uh craven movie uh jason aaron taylor is also the titular character in that so i don't know if he's going to be uh the older craven or younger craven because you know russell crowe is also in the uh, thor love and thunder movie so that's interesting that it, he's in uh two marvel movies as different characters um here we go always love these kind of Goofy books from the uh, Bronze Age, silver. Excuse me, uh, that, Golden Age. That Blue cover is Bolt. Dope. That is awesome. Look at the ray guns they used to have back in the day. That is so dope, man. This is Blue Bolt Adventures number one hundred and five from 1950, for a raw comic, man. Just it's just just any Golden Age book, man. Superhero is that crime a good girl cover with even though she's green. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Look at her. Right. Uh, let's see. She got uh, the I, I like that yeah. griffin in the background too. That thing is cool. Yeah. Alien griffins. Uh here we were just talking about Yosagi Yojimbo, man. Look at this. Yosagi Yojimbo issue number one, Fantagraphics. The first Yujag Yosagi Yojimbo in his own title. Ooh. Graded nine point eight seventeen hundred dollars. That seems like a that seems like a rather that seems like a good deal to me. 
Yeah, Actually, look, look at that book. I that's think that's probably a record. Color. Is that a record for that? For that, slide down and see if that's no, the record it's, high it's sale. Not. Yeah, no, oh. highest known graded is twenty eight hundred from July eighth, two thousand twenty one. So, uh, I think that may, July two thousand twenty one may have been when they announced that it was being developed uh, a new animated series. So, um, you know, there's lows, there's cycles to buy and sell. We always talk about it, right? You know, buy when you know in between news. Look at this tech. Look at old Batman, dude. Look at the way they used to draw Batman. Detective Comics number 49 from 1941. It's amazing to me they were already up to 49 issues in 1941. At 3.5, you can get for 1650. But look how dope that looks. And he's fighting some pirates. <laughs> These Golden Age covers crack me up, man. Um, look at that. This girl was all, this book was all the rage for a minute there, man. First appearance of Batgirl. Raw Dog 1626 Good sold Lord. on February 9th. Highest known value. You ready for that? A 9.8 sold for $132,000. Holy smokes, Batman. Yes. Oh, wow. I can't I can't believe it's $132,000. But That's yeah. That's crazy money. That is crazy money, but the crazy money's been spent. Oh, man. I had. Do I still have my 9.6? At one point, I had two 9.6s of the Star Wars number one. Um, this is uh, now a $1,300 mm. book in a 9.6. Damn it. Oh, I'm so pissed that I got sold mine. But but hey, I made up for it. I got some Fantastic Four. I got the, you know, oh my God. Here. You know, we can't do a shaker show without thing. showing you yeah. some uh, some uh, pre-code horror, horror books. Yeah. Oh, man. That is gnarly. That I mean, you could put this on today's shelf and people would still be like, that's dope art. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it looks modern. And one of my yeah. favorite things right now is I love that date stamp that's across it too. That's so yeah. cool. I also love actual uh, font on covers where they say like, you know, come into my coffin. The title, you know, you don't we rarely ever see that nowadays. Word bubbles or here, perfect example. Here's another one. Uh, if you look at this one, Fantastic Four, if this be doomsday, right? And uh, um, first appearance of Galactus, uh, first appearance of Silver Surfer. Even tells you the coming of Galactus, right? You don't see, you rarely see that nowadays. Every now and then you will because it's carnage or some crap like that, but that's pretty cool, man. Um, this is one of my favorite X Men books of all time. I still have a 9.6 of this. Uh, raw, first appearance of the Phoenix Raw Dog, $1,000. Wow. 9.8, $13,000. I, at one point, I had three copies of this, but I kept my 9.6. Uh, I do believe it's signed by Chris Claremont as well. So, um here's another this is a very important book also uh if you have it um captain marvel 28 part of the whole thanos storyline um 975 for raw i'm still you know i would love to see them do marvel proper man to bring him back but i don't know if that's ever gonna happen to be honest hey, with you but tivo on um, gabe i want to ask your opinion you know so this darth maul 2 you know the cad bane we know what happened i'm not gonna go spoilers but you guys have seen the show D we know that when when somebody gets released, the book spikes and then it comes back down, but it's still above where it was prior to the release. What do you think about do I do I still send this to CGC if I have it in my pile to go or did I miss it? Uh, you may have missed it unless uh, I would send it anyway because people still want it because I I don't think he's, I don't think I don't think he's gone. Uh Put it that way. I'll just leave it at that. I, I think, you know, uh, you know, there's a cash cow there and, you know, they're not, he's he's, you know, just like, you know, Boba Fett was brought back to life. You know, I'm pretty sure uh, there were giant size Hulk number one, seven hundred dollars and nine point. Anybody know the significance of this? Is it just. Uh, hmm. Interesting. 
in Humans Attack Hulk. Now Hulk will smash. See, that's what I'm talking about. An well, annual collection of greatness and great fo of the greatest foes. That's pretty dope. Did you Anybody say 9.8 in that? Was uh, that a 9.8 price you're given? Yep. 700 yeah, for 9.8. That, that's probably impossible to get a 9.8. Yeah, square, square bound, bound book. book like oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this is one of my favorite titles at all time. The Defenders, the Bronze Age, just some really, really weird storylines. And one of the most powerful teams ever. You got Doctor Strange, Hulk, mm -hmm. and Submariner. At one point, Server Surfer joined Valkyrie. I mean, there are some powerful characters <laughs> on the best non-team team ever, man. It was the most overpowered team ever. Come it, on, Hulk it was. Silver Surfer and, and Doctor Strange. Yeah, once Silver Surfer joined, it was like, all right, really? Who? Yeah, you really? know. Yeah. Come on. But but Hulk was always a wild card. You didn't know what the fuck he was gonna do because he was like, you know, Hulk smash. So it was like, but this run when I was a kid reading it, um, it was great because it was like they bring in characters like Gargoyle and Demon Slayer and you know all the and they would always tackle these kind of supernatural things. That's why I, the, the defenders, this defenders, holds a special place in my heart. Not that shit on netflix but Dude, um, on the list again look at that yeah but before that we got to get weird with it you know what i'm saying oh this my is God. awesome this is that's this is awesome. terrifying dude this is dude, scary wow so you th this is the point of view of you're in the furnace this guy is feeding the furnace and you're in there looking yeah. out the door of the furnace that's sick. you're getting burned we're, yeah. weird terror no, 1953 600 for a raw dog 8400 for 9.0 uh who's the publisher i don't even know comic media i don't even know uh but that is that is see you know that is a dope ass cover uh the usual suspects hey look Hulk 180 is on the list uh, another defenders book all right someone needs to tell me why this is on here yeah, well, something's going on here look guys. at his team though dude look at his team uh, so we got the hulk uh doctor strange submariner valkyrie um, server server and just to make things even they said we'll throw in Hawkeye as well <laughs> the only Hawkeye going to do in that team exactly uh, $600 and a 9.6 if I could buy an entire run of that Defenders I, I would do it man absolutely you're going to gonna jump right over the Grand Inquisitor you're going to you, that's the new hot the new hot spec right there yeah apparently he's been cast so Darth Vader first appearance of Grand Inquisitor 625 and a 9.8 it's going to go up when you see him, you. people are going to freak out. Star Wars has never moved the comic book market more so than it ever has now. Here's that raw book we were talking about. Yeah. What? Only 530 Echo, and a 9.8? Right? Yeah. First appearance of Maya Lopez. Maya Lopez. Not yeah. She becomes Echo in 11. Yeah. That's what it is. But this is a dope David Mack cover, though. I have this signed yeah. by David Mack, actually, in 9.8. Um, absolutely gorgeous. David Mack does get down on some dude, really great dude, covers. That, the five book set that David Mack just did for Something is Killing the Children is freaking awesome man i yeah. own original david mack artwork from his daredevil run oh really i own a painting yeah it's beautiful awesome hey special marvel edition always on there this book has been floating around in this list for a while now man the hmm. cle on fifth print color bug variant the first reprints first appearance wow. of spider-man 439 there are tons of reprints of this as you can tell the greg land one um but now there are people are you remember how they have different colors of the different variants? i also have two of the design variants here wow fear market value 102 dollars. i had no idea this design variant was going for that much i Look got two of that. those too just came back in but they weren't 379 for 9.8 9.4 yeah just wait till spider gwen it shows up in live action man um i remember this book this was one of those quirky books that when it came out remember marvel comics presents mm -hmm. and it was like wolverine at one point it was marvel comics presents and a cyclops was the main character nobody gave a shit <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> I, I it was marvel comics presents and there was one with colossus and there was some other guys that were at the start of the weapon x storyline 425 dollars mm -hmm. and 9.8 so there this you go. is the run to get from uh 
Marvel Comics presents is that Barry yeah. Windsor Smith Weapon X storyline. I yeah. you know what, do you know what it goes through? Seventy two through what is uh, the Weapon X storyline? I don't know what it goes through, but every cover is fire. And we'll look at it right here. We can scroll through it. Here. Yeah, scroll through. So seventy three. Look at this next one. Yeah, seventy four. I just happen to have the pile of the of them here next to me. You I do have the whole pile next to me. I have the whole I have the whole set Yo, here. Yeah. He's looking real like Mephisto right here, kind of, huh? If he just take the claws back and be like a feral Mephisto. There you go. I just coined that feral Mephisto. You can you guys uh, feel free to use that without uh, any right. copyright infringement. I have this. I have to send this in actually uh, to get graded. This is the first appearance of Red Sonia. Wow, four hundred four four hundred five dollars for a raw copy. Wait a Maybe minute. Maybe just wait, sell wait, it as it is. Up? slide back up that's oh sorry to get confused i thought the next one was the the next no. issue is no this is her first cover appearance but the first uh, full appearance uh, her first appearance is in the other book um but you know people prefer the other one because she's on the cover but this is the first appearance of red sonia so um you know but everybody gets the other book but you know um i'm glad i got both um you know red i think that's another thing hey batman the long halloween I haven't seen Why? this in a while. Back when Jeff Loeb used to be a writer. Love this run. I love uh, Tim Sale and the art. Yeah, this is such a Oh, yeah. Run. It's also a great animated movie. It's uh, two parts. Uh, have you ever seen it? Um, it's it's really it's really trippy uh, if you've ever seen it. I think it's on I think it's on Netflix. Oh, HBO Max. I'm sorry. I saw it on HBO Max. There's part one and two. So uh, here we go. Hey, man, I've been topping this book for a long time now, man. This is the War of the Realms, New Agents of Alex, Atlas. This is the Gang He Look Lim third print variant. Wow, i never seen this one. I have the other prints, though. Reprints, first appearance of Luna Snow, Wave Crescent, I.O., first appearance of Arrow. Look at that. $400 and 9.8. I didn't even know they went to a third print, but look at all. This is, I have... I think I have this one at Jae Hung Lee. I have the other ones. I have this one, two of these, and I have the version of this one. This is the Miko C Yuan variant. This one was is the hot one to get. I mean, if you look at it, graded nine point six five hundred dollars, highest known value eleven hundred and nine point eight. That's pretty good for a modern book. Um, so there you go. Almost done, boys and girls. Got to get ghostly weird with it. Get star weird publications. With it. The Night Monster. Look how small that font is. You can barely even read it. But this <laughs> Ghost Weird Stories, 120 issues in in 1953. Uh, 363 for a raw. I have never seen this in my life. And, and the uh, Comics Code Authority started 54, right? So this is... Uh, this 55, right around there, I think so. Yeah, that's when they did the congressional hearings. So, okay. um, yeah. Oh, oh, good to see this book on here, man. He ate a cover. One of the greatest story arcs ever. The Death of Phoenix. Uh, this one another right heavily homage cover too. Yeah, I love this cover right here, man. Yeah, that this is great. I'm gonna win that bike. Great, yeah, uh, I, I know. I always <laughs> see that, and I know if anybody's ever won, if it was just it was just a, a click bait and switch. Um, look at this amazing Spider-Man cover. This one's getting played lately. Uh, the we were just talking about Gabriel Delgado, one in twenty-five. for all the Spider people on the cover. First appearance of Spider Punk, Hobart Hobie Brown. I'm telling you, he's gonna make. He's gonna appear in uh, 
300 bucks. He's, he, he's going to appear in the next Into the Spider-Verse animated movie. Mark my words that they will be a Hobie Brown Spider-Punk. Get it now while you can, boys and girls. Uh, this is the it's Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man issue number 10. That's a Del Otto cover, but you know this is probably the more that's you know the prevalent. Most, yeah, that's one. the cover you're gonna see. Yeah, this is the regular one, but thirty-one dollars for a raw comic, so four fifty for nine point eight. So you know, snatch the regular one up if you can. I'm just saying, Hobart Brown, Spider Punk, get him, get with it. Um, oh man, okay. This, whoa, whoa, wait, I, wait, wait. I, What's that uh, ride number three? When you go, when you get a chance to go back, but sure. That one, no, that's, far left. That's a weird one on here. Yeah. So ride number three. Who is this the first appearance of? That is gnarly. It's like some giant fish dragon that rise fighting. Is uh, there's some hardcore value people that you know collect this three hundred thirty-two dollar ninjack or who? Yeah, who, who, no, what? I don't think it's first ninjack. That appears in another issue. Um, but this yeah, is, or is this is heavily underprinted because a three hundred nine eight for a valiant nineties comic is really that's a red flag. Something's going on. Yeah, well, I tell you, market movers are behind the scenes doing things. Um, I love this cover. Giant-sized creatures featuring uh, Werewolf by Night. You got Tigra on there, the Werewoman. Then there, she was Tigra the Cat. Soldiers down first there, appearance, first appearance on Origin of Tigra. Hmm, I thought it was another issue, but there you go. Giant-sized creatures, number one. I could have swore it was another uh, another comic that this was the first appearance, but uh, there you go. First appearance of Tiger, giant-sized creatures featuring Werewolf by Night. Great for Halloween comic covers, I'll tell you right now. Uh, I have this. It's one of my earliest, uh, not one of my earliest Fantastic Four books, but it's a, it's an early team-up book, I do believe. Um, I want to say it's the first appearance of Doctor Strange in like Fantastic Four. He's got his hands around her waist, and then it begins right there. <laughs> and look at Namor Shorts. They're red. Isn't that weird? I think I got this because it was the first time that Doctor Strange appeared in the Fantastic Four. I'm trying to remember, but I, I, just, I thought it was like his second appearance or, or something. Or like second, that. Like a really early appearance of Doctor yeah. Strange. Uh, one more look at this uh, Invincible Darwin Cook, the great Darwin Cook. Um, Rest in peace. I like, yeah, I uh, I love how they crossed out probably, and it just says the best superhero comic book in the universe at the very top. Mm-hmm. Um, First appearance of Thrag, $300 for a raw Whoa. comic. Holy cow. So uh, if you're specking on Thrag, good job. All right, that's it, boys and girls. Great. So uh, thanks for joining us, man. Uh, go through, see what's shaking today, see what you guys with deep pockets are spending. Gabe, any last words? Everybody, thanks for showing up. Great time here. Uh, check me out, Gabe Loves 90s Comics on Instagram and Ninja Comics on Whatnot. Uh, let's talk to everybody there. All right, JB, any last words? Yeah, thanks for joining us. If you had a good time, make sure you hit that thumbs up and check out the channel. I'm doing some CGC unboxings. I'm turning them into little 30-second shorts. I mean, come on, man. It's 30 freaking seconds. Put that on TikTok. Yeah, you can do that in a minute. You can do it in a minute, too. Uh, But, you know, 30 seconds, you know, apparently people will time out or something like that, right? So... So if you go on whatnot and you place... If if you place a bid under 10 seconds, it resets the timer again, right? It adds 10 yeah. more seconds. It adds 10 more yeah, seconds. Yeah, it adds 10 more yeah. seconds. All right, boys and girls. Uh, we won't see you again till Tuesday because it's Super Bowl weekend, and I am not going live against the Super Bowl Sunday. Any YouTuber who does is just out of your mind. Just enjoy the game. If you don't like football, watch the commercials. But, uh, I, you know, <laughs> going live against the Super Bowl, is, uh, that's just a 
death kiss to have 10 viewers and nobody wants, <laughs> wants to go if you don't have to, if you don't like football watch the bowl for the commercials that's what my girlfriend's gonna do or the halftime show with the west coast representative dr dre so for the games of 90 comics and jb from discovery bay this is tivo saying keep digging in them box long boxes and peace out boys and girls